0: welcome to look who's talking ladies and gentlemen the bills lose in a heartbreaker which feels like a double deja vu of my life is it time to join the flock because it could be the raven's year and the Jets' season ends on a hail mary with the full of grace here we go
1: freestyle from
0: the top yeah Welcome to Look Who's Talking, or welcome back to Look Who's Talking NFL, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are in the world. Ni hao, previet, ola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and Vonnegum, which I've been told I have to do for reasons that are, reasons that will be explained in a minute. Uh, all 161 episodes of our Look Who's Talking podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Huck Media. Go to huckmedia.ca for any and all media needs, and our mustache-twisting titans lover, flyboard, and son of a bitch, father of Bowie, uh Huck Daddy, our producer, and I'm joined by our recently red-hot forever co-host. Everyone's got a weird friend. Mine's pretty good at picking football games, weird Michael. I went 4-2 last week. I'm 37, 33, and 2 for the season, giving you positive numbers as we stretch in to the heart and soul of this NFL season. Weird Mike had a big week. He was 3-0. and oh. Combine that with a solid week the week before. Weird Mike.
1: How you hanging, bud? Hashtag streaking. We got ourselves the first hashtag episode of the year. Season Uh-oh. seven, episode 161. Also known as Uno Say Uno. <laughs> to me, the coolest three-number combo we've had in our career. I like to crack the smile out of Huckster, Huck Media. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here. And uh in addition to 5-0, I've been cashing on these picks. I gave a few. I hope you listen to the last. Flock City, bitches. I've been low-key riding my hair like Flock of Seagulls just so I could kind of be part of this Ravens flock again. Back on. I might get me a Roquan Smith jersey. Okay, that's where we're heading. Up 2,400 beans, 5-0. Fuego. And I refuse to say VanaGam, not against the word, but not in the way you brought it up. <clears throat> because, you know, I'm not a superstitious guy, but I don't like you're introducing variables that. So an incredi- You're an incredibly superstitious guy. No, I, I disagree. I disagree. I like right to saying- observe current <laughs> momentum. Sure. I'm not like eat at the same restaurant and give me the same meal, but.
0: But a non superstitious person would not necessarily tie in their recent 5 and 0 record with whether or not they say hello in Sri Lankan at the start of
1: our episode. Shout out to the boys at the Snake Pit coming up. <laughs> and even Steven sat on top five all last Friday with some of those winnings. Vani, Gautam, NJ, thank you. As always, they listen to the show. And by the way, Hugh, we might got some new sponsorship. Hey. One of the dude's games, they play on Sunday. He says everybody's just blowing shit up their ass. He says, You come sit at the table. I'll stake you 50 straight of styles out of rounders. And you just talk the NFL you know and love. A la shed talk. He's like, Don't be on the show. Just just do how you do. You know what I mean? So this could be some backdoor. Well, I
0: hope they're ready for about six minutes post J of some sort of anti-chiefs. Taylor Swift, Kelsey controversy, which is basically just going to try to convince people to stay the fuck away from the Chiefs, which is the only thing wrong with your handicapping, Mike. Everything else has been pretty goddamn on point uh, since the big dog won his, won his quarter pull. I feel like you, you looked in the mirror and you're like, yo, he doesn't have to be the only Mike that's winning some money. And you've been st- steadfast since then. <clears throat> so make sure you follow uh, our boy uh, at weird Mike spelled weird M.I.C., for some solid picks, some Raven's Flock, and more, you can follow our show on TikTok and Instagram at Hughes Talking.
1: Big shout out to the USA Turkey crew. Solid affair, solid menu. Next year, open casting call, November 28th. Where will you be? If you're listening to this show, you're welcome at Centennial Studios for another Thanksgiving epic day. All right? And you're right, Hugh. The big dog taking that big bag, turned everything into a new lens. Of course. Okay. We got a new lens and we're rocking and we got two prime time, prime time games coming up in about 28 minutes and change. Two. What do you mean two? Two weird picks coming up for you, buddy.
0: Oh, okay. 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 Um, yeah. But as far as Thanksgiving went, uh, I had a brutal Thanksgiving. I missed out on a rather large parlay on Michael Gallup. Uh, not get, He got the first catch of the game for Dallas, yeah. 13 yards. I needed 15. Didn't catch another ball the entire <sighs> game. And that's just sort of the snake bit week and a half that I've had with props. Uh, it was a good pick picks wise, but uh, I was on the wrong side of Thanksgiving. Oh, and two after Thanksgiving, four and oh on the weekend, four and two total record. Uh, giddy up. Jags came through. Steelers came through and Bills covered their three and a half. Let's talk about that Bills game. Um, sure, I, I think you know. I thought Josh played great. The offense played great. They are the only the fourth team. I heard this on Straight Out of Vegas AM. They're only the fourth team in NFL history to win the turnover battle, win the yardage battle, and get over five hundred total yards and lose the game. Uh, so, I mean, again, McDermott's not going to fire himself. They're six and six now. Even as a Bills optimist, it's an uphill battle. We got the Chiefs after our bye week. Uh, if they can make it in the tournament, they can beat anybody, but it's going to be really hard to get into this goddamn tournament. So um, my official Bill's optimism is
1: leaking. Leaking oil for our boys in blue. Well, everybody's talking Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. Let's talk about what really swung the game. And that's the swing of the right foot of T-Bass. Yeah, man. What is turning into the best kicker in the NFL, Jake Elliott. Okay, this guy hasn't missed a playoff kick in forever. This guy hasn't missed a clutch kick under two minutes in forever. And then he goes and puts his stamp on essentially a kicker Hail Mary. It was driving rain. That field hosted some bullshit Atlantic 10 game the day before. That was a sloppy-ass track. It was. At Lincoln Financial.
0: Also, a horribly, horribly... I'm not blaming the officials for the loss, but good God, man. 75 yards to five yards plus an overtime missed PI against Diggs. It was a poorly officiated game for, for love of God. So yeah. like not it's not the reason they lost, but it didn't fucking help.
1: Like that game. No, that's go. uh penalties and special teams goes to coaching. Coaching. And I think those motherfuckers should rip the band-aid off right now in the bye week. The only way to save this season, the only way is to shock the system, jump in the cold tub, rip off the very large band-aid that is residing over this franchise. Who cares who steps in? That's not gonna be the guy. But you get some you need you need high voltage in a short period of time now. This buy is gonna take forever. If everybody knows they're going back to the same shit. Yeah, but that could I, I woke up this morning hoping that it was going to be him Can because I write my notes Sunday night while everything's still fresh in my mind an update with injuries and news and etc. And the Panthers, they fired theirs. Yeah, Panthers fired Frank Reich. He's only been there
0: 11 weeks of NFL football. Sean McDermott's been here for like nine years. He's an institution. If they're gonna fire him, it'll be after the season. They just got rid of their OC. They're six and six. It's just I mean, regardless of what you think, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, like, they're not gonna do that. Um that's that's foolish. That's foolish if they, they didn't want get, to. They face. didn't get beat 31 to 4, you know, the 59-yarder to get it sent into overtime against arguably the best team in the league. But but see, you're only looking at this loss. I'm looking at all the
1: shitty decisions he's
0: made. I agree. He needs to go. I'm just letting you know, like it'd be almost a waste of time to discuss that. He needs to go right now. Cause it's not going to do that.
1: Mm. I want our viewers and our newer viewers <laughs> to understand or listeners, I guess to understand that I don't make my decisions based on a kick or a game. It's a feeling. It's what I f- feel is happening in that locker room. So I think T bass, the kicker is losing steam and a little bit of, Job seeker. So he got, he's two missed field goals away. Okay. But a math I've been doing and watching all these Bills game, he's got two missed field goals left in him. Mostly important kicks, you know? Any kick in that game yesterday was important. He missed two. If we hit one, the game doesn't go to overtime. Yes. <clears throat> but the collection, we got officially kicker watch in Buff because he just got showed up and the best kicker in his conference tucker in baltimore you know he's having a down year whatever so there's your kicker corner okay uh, jake elliott with the play of the game for philly despite them scoring 37 points and again gabe davis just letting us down in these big moments
0: like if they're double covering digs you need to step up and that's like the fifth time in important games My, maybe even the second overtime game where he's on the wrong page of, of josh allen and we're missing touchdowns anyway Uh enough about that, but it just feels like a broken record talking about the Bills losing a heartbreaker. Um, because of all this Taylor Swift and just the quarterback show on Netflix, Brooks become a big Chiefs fan. And she's like, Well, they win, and the Bills just find cool ways to lose. It is entertaining. I'm like, Yeah, God, I live in a nightmare.
1: I wanna I wanna I wanna give you my Bills headline though, okay? Through the bye. Yeah, okay. The doubt will fester if no move is made. The doubt will fester. They will come out into that buy as if they all kind of know that you're right, Jeff, they probably won't do it now, but they probably will do it at the end of the year. You know, where's that extra inch? You don't give shit for that guy, you know, is on the way out.
0: They beat the chiefs in Kansas city last year. They can do it again. Like they just, they just almost beat the Eagles. They were like, they were up 10. I love it. I love it. But they didn't. They yeah, I know they didn't. I'm just saying that's football sometimes, and we're on the wrong side of that coin too much. I agree, the coach needs to go, but they, we won't be this year, and won't be during the year yeah. anyway. Let's move on. Uh Bills moving into their bye week, Ravens moving into their bye week, totally mm. opposite directions, and uh probably a good time to be on the flock. However, with Joe Burrow being hurt, with Josh Allen and the Bills possibly missing the playoffs, has there ever been an easier year in the NFC? To be Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and possibly just host another AFC Championship game. And if the Ravens don't get there, who, who, who are you up against? The Jags, the Texans, the Dolphins, the Broncos. Anyway, but you just named seven quality football teams. Quality, of not not in. not all star teams. They're not the Niners, Eagles, or or a healthy Bengals team. I'm just saying, of all the years for the Chiefs, this could be one of their easier paths to get past the. Chiefs-invitational AFC Championship game and into the Super Bowl. You've been hating on that. Look, the Chiefs have won the division and hosted the AFC Championship game five, six years in a row. You've picked against them every single year. I'm just saying the path's now easier, especially if the Ravens, they don't have to play until that game.
1: Do you know the um, Ravens play one game in 23 days? They played the Thursday night game against Cincinnati where... Burrow got banged up. They played the Sunday night or yesterday, and now they have their bye. So they went from Thursday, Sunday by one game, 23 days. Everybody fully back, healthy. I love it. Very excited. And um yeah, I think it's the exact opposite. You can chirp all the prior handicaps you want and through the seven seasons of what you've now eternally are fee- officially named uh, Chiefs hate. There's a strong Chiefs hate. <clears throat> I will say this: that because it's so wide open, all the variables are out there for someone to rise up and get super hot at Jags, a Houston, maybe a Bronco. You know, we're just giving the Chiefs the division. How many games back? Yeah, too many back. That's right. Two back. Two and a half back. The Chiefs. I mean, listen to what we're saying here,
0: okay? Uh, The Broncos, two and a half games back? Like It's... it's, uh, I just don't think there's been an easier year in the AFC playoff picture if Burrow and Allen are not in it. And now we're talking it's Miami and the Ravens. I just don't think... I'm not saying these are cakewalks for Kansas City, but uh, they were more scared of the other teams. They must have been. The Ravens are really good, so... You know it's got gonna be an even battle, but if those two teams met up on a neutral field right now, Vegas would have the Chiefs minus three. Um, okay. So we got let's we'll uh we got our picks. Uh if anyone's still surviving, congratulations lations You are officially dealing. And uh it's hard to for us to help you with your picks. I got no idea who you've picked and whatnot, but send us some DMs and uh let's try. We could try to help you win some money. I'm, we're always open for DM asking, and just discussing NFL parlays, NFL survivor, and more.
1: There's there's a couple of games that have a couple of quarterbacks that I just want to reflect on there, Hugh, yep. before we get into our picks. Um, we didn't talk about this really at all, and then I realized that in the third quarter, when both of these guys were laying their lives on the line for your spread, it was the battle of your boys, that Batty Baker and Gardner Minshew. I know. We're trading blows. Baker almost got carted off on a stretcher on the worst tush push. In the, you guys need to Google this. Baker Mayfield tush push. He almost <laughs> broke his neck. Didn't get a touchdown. But that motherfucker came out of that blue tent just one drive later after well, Kyle Trask threw a brutal interception. Yeah.
0: Well, like, look, Jalen Hurts squats like 580 pounds. Baker Mayfield squats... And sometimes some poop comes out Okay, <laughs> two different types of squatting. One of them way better for the tush push. All right. Maybe, maybe let the running back run that one. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I stayed the fuck away from that game because I do like both quarterbacks and just, just stayed away. I had, I had uh, Kate dot who's become one of my tight ends, consistently low prop numbers. You can get him on same game parlays for two receptions and like 15 to 20 yards. And he's been booking that for the last three, four weekends. So Kate Otten, if you're looking for bet builders and parlays, throw in Kate Otten, two catches, 20 yards, money.
1: And the other one, Hugh, was um, what I gave myself, maybe the biggest self-laugh of a joke. I thought that Mac Jones And Bailey Zappi are fucking stepbrothers, bro. (laughs) They are the same dude with a different mom, man. They both don't want it. They're both continually giving it. They both have to share a room that they don't want the other in. Or maybe they don't even want to be in themselves. We got a serious stepbrother going down. And what's maybe the stepbrother capital of the world there? That part of the East Coast there, the Rhode Island, Boston scene. <laughs> so, I thought that was what? What a joke! They both throw the two picks. They both Zappy man, Zappy. I'm more mad at Zappy now. I really am. You know, it's fascinating with the Patriots
0: is that I I always appreciated Gronk uh, after he left the Patriots and when he was in retirement and on the Bucks. He was very candid talking about what life was like in in Patriot Land. And keep in mind, these guys were winning Super Bowls, smoking the division, like best team in football history as a dynasty. And apparently it was fucking miserable there. Like, okay, oh, they're they're 13 and three. Well, after those three losses, it was miserable to be at work, even though you're the best team in football. Well, what the fuck is it like there when you are the worst team in football? Or like one of them, you know? I think it must uh, be horrible, horrible, uh,
1: but I think it's much different now because that generation of winning is all gone, except for bill and maybe a few guys. Like, oh. I don't know what players are still around, but what I'm saying is you can see
0: you're talking about Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Like, do they want to be there?
1: No, they don't because
0: they're looking at guys less talented than them getting much more of a, like a support system, not being just told how shit they are six days a week. Uh, pretty tough media in Boston. I don't know. Like, anyway, they both the, got to get the fuck out of there.
1: And they will. The stepbrothers succumb to the Jersey juice. And See? the Jersey juice will be stopped by none other than the late season buy. <laughs> Everybody going to be stroking DeVito's cock on Staten Island and Brooklyn, the chicken cutlets. And it's going to be too much for too long. When you don't go anywhere on your buy. That's a long fucking time. Have you ever been anywhere for two weeks without a job? Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking not to you, John. I'm talking to our <laughs> yeah. you know, our uh, listeners out there across oh, the yeah. pond. But well, they're they're out there, man. By the way, we, we got official listener. Check those stats, huck. We got some Sri Lankan downloads, bro. Village of Trincomalee downloading the show, bowels of the earth listening and look who's talking. Because you know why? You know what changed everything? 365. You could watch NFL live on 365. Just go into the live button. You don't even have the best to make a bet on the game. And you're watching live up to the second NFL. So these guys have picked it up. They're all on 365 for the cricket.
0: Um, By the way, really funny at the Giants game. Uh, for those who did listen to last week's episode, Weird Mike was on the Giants at yeah. home getting points against the Patriots. When uh, when the Pizon quarterback for the Giants Ooh. came out, oh, you know when he came out, they played the Sopranos music at Giant Stadium. the, the, oh, the that's opening. Nice. It's amazing. Woke up this. It's morning. a vibe right now. I, I really Hawk. We should upset play the that at the end. Sopranos music. Uh yeah, hey, he's playing good, man. He looks like a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Honestly, like I'm not saying he can replace him. Very interesting stat for you, Giant fans, though. A little quote: Bean. The G- GM that, uh, or not beam Joe shown the, the the new the new G- Giants GM that we was the assistant GM over at Buffalo, came over with Dable. He said in the media today, he's like, we're looking at quarterback in the off season. Basically, like let's put our cards at the table here. We got Tyrod Taylor, who's got averaging an, an injury a week. Daniel Jones, he's like, you know, we all saw what he did last year. Won ten games, won a road playoff game. How's your barn? Basically saying, yep, yeah, probably shouldn't have signed him. It's such a big deal, but we need a quarterback. They're going to add somebody, especially if they're picking near the the draft. I think they know Daniel's not the guy, and this is just a nice little New York way of saying it to the media so you don't get surprised when I trade up and try to draft Drake May or something.
1: Yeah, so what I want Tommy DeVito to do and what I've been thinking about a lot since you said it, Jeff, maybe your greatest take on this show, as I reflect, when you told the running back to stay in the city, it doesn't matter if you're third string – or on the practice roster, or starting, or what, or special teams, or what, whatever keeps you going. Ideally, if you're a starter, take less money and stay. Get your get your number
0: retired. Set records for the franchise. So Joe Mixon figured it out.
1: So let's get Tommy DeVito as the career old school backup, and the Giants. I want this guy every every backup. As a starter goes down, no worry. Tommy's here. You remember like backups. You, what was the Bills' backup? Frank Reich.
0: Frank Reich was the Bills' backup in the Jim Kellyers for five, six years.
1: Yeah. Like-
0: Doug Peterson was Brett Favre's backup for seven
1: years. Eventually led him to Andy Reid's coaching tree. Good things happen. So I want DeVito to channel that old-school backup energy. There's your tile, Huck. <laughs> old-school backup energy. Okay? Because... Three things. It's valuable. It's profitable for the dude because of not what you say. You don't think every used car dealership wants DeVito doing this? Oh! hey, Local news? Come on! (laughs) So I think, and I hope, and you know what? He's in his mother's basement. His mother knows too that that's the right move. So some seasons he'll play two, three games. Some seasons... Maybe they I don't think Drake Mays the answer this unless this guy I talk about one foot out the door with Kelsey but this fucking guy had his bags packed out of Chapel Hill like they lost their last six games of the year Jeff yeah
0: they don't have an O-line
1: like yeah anyway it's North Carolina I I think it's more about him (laughs) excited for the draft process
0: they're about to start their power forward at left tackle all right they got a real fucking problem with like pro, like a professional lineman in Chapel Hill football. But the kid, the dude can sling it. I honestly I personally, I know college football uh show, savant, but as a guy who thinks he can tell when the when a quarterback can whip it like a like a pro hall of fame quarterback can, I'd take May over Caleb Williams without knowing too many of the intangibles. Just on the way they throw the ball, the way they move athletically. I'd take Drake over over Caleb Williams. I would Okay, right, let's get into our picks and start making some people some money. My over under hit last week, the uh, organic over under of over 42 and a half for Kansas City and uh the Raiders which was over in the third quarter. So we're going I got another over under for you at the end of this episode. Uh but Weird Mike has taken the honors perfect in the last 2 weeks. So let's get into our picks and then we'll argue the fuck out of them. We'll see how hard Hucks likes the Titans in a tough battle at home against Gardner Minshew's Colts. And it's on the edge of my list, but I stayed away because I fucking hate that division. And uh, away we go. Weird Mike's picks. 5-0 and for the last two weeks.
1: Woo! Woo! Uh, we talked Jersey Juice, took DeVito. We talked Raven's Flock, Super Smash, Super Cash. Thanks and- to Zay Flowers. Of course, Hucksters, Titans. Um, Bryce Super Young. Now, by the way, it was not a good win for the Titans. Despite uh Carolina dictated almost all of the the only team they beat by four points or more t- yet last week was Carolina. So happenstance, uh trouble in Titanland, even though it was uh a, a rah-rah, was a big, big fake rude awakening, unless they String it together, but I'll be staying away from the Titans for the foreseeable future. Did not like what I saw out of the kid. Uh, But Bryce Young, you know what? We talked Frank Young here just for a second. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. I think Bryce Young just went to the owner who fancies himself connected with the younger generation. We've seen this as his MO. And Bryce was just like, I fucking hate the guy. I don't know what to tell you, man. I fucking hate him. He's a nice dude. He does everything right. I just, it's not for me, man. So,
0: yeah, Dave. I think they ripped right, their
1: bandaid off. I think Tepper looked right
0: back at him. It was like, put your backpack, put your backpack down, son. Sit down for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fire you, but let let me tell you, I would. <laughs> All right, we traded an arm, a leg, and half of my testicles to get you. We're one in ten. So I'm firing the coach. Why don't you take your backpack, go do some fucking homework.
1: I'll see you later. You can have a snack if we win another game this week, this year. Nevertheless, it's it's leverage on behalf of Young, knowing that Testicle was on the block. We should have fired
0: the GM. Bryce Bryce Young was not worth all that trade-up. It's out of control. Too small. Frank Reich, to be honest, has been on the record. Before they drafted Bryce Young, Frank Reich said, I never would pick a quarterback under 6'1". With any sort of top pick Because they have to be like the Wayne Gretzky of football For it to work The guy likes tall, Andrew Luck style Nick Foles style, Carson Wentz style quarterbacks That's just that those are his words And then they draft Bryce Young Because somebody else wanted him So deep down is
1: Reich really upset? Probably not I mean he's getting paid a lot of money Being a fired NFL coach is one of the best fucking jobs in football So now i will go pick up an OC next year Let things calm down Maybe he'll hit the booth Maybe it'll be on that CBS panel, which is fucking
0: awful. I, I, and you know what? They would add Frank Reich. <laughs> the guy look who looks good. like he's the guy who looks like he's chewing his own face with yellow teeth. As a guy who also smokes, I could tell Frank likes darts. Okay. <laughs> like even, even with a couple million dollars, you can't get that shit whitened. Come on, bro. He's, it's like he's buying native darts. All right. So just uh Anyway, go, go go have a vacation, Frank. You need it. It's been, it's been a couple years. It's
1: been a tough Probably. few years for you. All right. You got your picks there, Mike? I do. And they have one thing in common. Timing. The Los Angeles Rams are minus four and a half at home against the Cleveland Browns at the wrong time. L.A. just now has realized Took two wins to do it. So what if it was against division opponents? They won the game. They are now firmly in the playoff hunt. They firmly know that this is their last kick at the can. This is a situation where they get the opposite side of a bracket, an upset happens, and bang, they're in the fucking NFC title game. So I see the wins piling up right now for the Rams. Maybe a little late give back. But right now is their time to stack. Every has every team comes to a point in the season where they got to just stack wins. They get a scheduling break. They get healthy. They get a call. Whatever. That is right now for the Los Angeles Rams and their championship coach, QB, and DT. And they always come up with these running backs that nobody ever heard of that just have these terror half seasons. Daryl Henderson did it. Cam Akers, did it. Man, he wound up fumbling, but... Kyron Williams, buddy, it's L.A. It doesn't have to be a long time. It's just got to be a fun time. And that fun rise now, the absolute opposite end of the coin, Cleveland's time to stack wins is not now. Back-to-back road games, okay? So far, we all know the dog pound to be loyal as fuck. They're not a traveling base. They're a defend our territory base, okay? Throw in a little inflation, and all that woke bullshit going on in SoCal, and you got yourself a rare Rams home game. Defensive score will happen. Might be Cleveland's only score. Rams minus four and a half, cooking up an alt line. Miles Garrett might not play. Shoulder problems. This is a game that Cleveland might lay down in a bad spot. Right? Right? Oh, I'm so excited for Sunday in that game. I think it's that weird 405 start. I think it's that one gap game that they don't want anybody to watch because it's going to be an annihilation. He might be the only guy in Ontario really fired up for Rams-Browns right now. (laughs) No, you get the pound. They're going, hey, hey, DTR. But the guy was was going toe-to-toe for a bit. He was. I just... uh, Also, UCLA guy playing in Cali. Yeah, it's something. But he might not get it. He might be in that protocol he, he's thin he's tiny man it could be it could, it could be the flacco bowl yep he's not ready oh my god there's a hundred percent gonna be a pick six if flacco plays oh yeah a hundred percent and oh, he'll just jog, jog off a weird
0: pick? and he'll just jog off unclip that chin strap and be like who cares? <laughs> who
1: cares because he just realized that he's playing for the cleveland browns right a team that he used to and if i'm not mistaken Is the only reason they won the division every year because they would just lock up those two wins during a decade of ineptitude in the pound. It's not this year for them. It's just definitely not this week. Tough spot. Big super smash Rams across the board. And we're going to keep it on the West Coast and the timing. We got the San Francisco 49ers, minus two and a half. Opened out of Pick'em. It's Monday. And it's at two and a half. It's going down at Philly back to back road, intense rain game coming home full overtime quarter. The defense played a full stock. The offense played a full stock. That was an emotional game. Did you see Bradley Cooper in the stands, man? This looked like he was is. recording a, a new Scorsese, man. He, the facial expressions, they felt it. They knew it. And I think more importantly, they knew with San Fran coming to town with a serious agenda, their elevation kicked up to get that win instead of laying it down against the quality team. That's probably my only mistake of the weekend was not cashing out my Bills bet when they were up 24-14. I really thought Philly was down on the mat based on what I saw. Now I know that they will sit down for the three count. The one count was KC. The two count was Buffalo. Ref hits the three. Fox game of the week. San Francisco coming off the Turkey Day. Extra rest. Wants it. This is their only chance at home field. They must win this game to get one back and and own the head-to-head. So this way, if they have the same record, San Fran will get it. And I just think they bring it. And I think Philly's been playing with fire too long. I don't think it's an outline. I'm not saying Philly lays down. And this is something like that. But I just think San Fran pulls away late. I think it's just been too much of the same for Philly. They've trailed their last four games at half and won them all. Yeah, that's right. Like, what's up? So, hardly motivated San Fran. Top of the draw. Wants the home field. Refocused. What a perfect time to lose three games in a row, San Fran. When nobody (laughs) gives a fuck and you got your bye and you come out with all your guns and their time to stack wins is now. And they're in the middle of it. I love that West Coast double, fuck Philly, San Fran serving up some NFC title revenge, which rarely makes it to the fourth point of the handicap. Usually that's <laughs> yeah. the headline. It's true. In Weird Mike's handicaps. You just throw that on as an extra incentive. I think it's close. I think San Frans, I think actually San Fran's a little bit nervous knowing that they need this more then. But something will happen and they'll they'll they'll, they'll kick it into fifth gear. And they'll take over and Phil will be like, what do you want? We just won two or three against three of the best teams in the league talk about it weird pick 15 14 and one i am officially above water three and zero last week i will not be looking back hashtag new lens not all right on the board. Woo! all
0: right uh you're right mike for the first time in a couple seasons we are officially on this aligned i got two your two picks are on my list so I'll make this should be make the handicappers handicap a little bit shorter, but let's cue the OB tries. Let's go right into U-Pix. you, picks All right. We went four and two last week. We are 37, 33 and two for the season. Uh, by the way, we got some amazing handicappers in our Look Who's Talking Team LTD pick six. I got. We'll read the top ten at the end of the episode. But holy shit, hope you guys are playing some other contests too. These records are amazing. We're just regular point spread handicapping. Very proud to be talking to some very smart football people. Thank you for being Look Who's Talkers and supporting our show. All right. My gold pick this week is... Look, uh, I never thought that I'd be so hot on this team... But I am all right. I'm I'm taking the goddamn Denver Broncos plus three and a half at Houston. Uh, Houston just got sort of leveled a little bit by uh, by the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you just take it's the hook. It's it, this team, these two teams are even. This game should be a pick 'em, and I'm getting three and a half points for the team that I think is slightly better and better coached with better players playing, you know, pretty hot football. I know Houston's a hot team as well, but. Once you get that ball rolling in Sean Payton's offense and Sean Payton's locker room, it's hard to un—it's hard to stop. And I just think the Broncos are going to win this game outright. So getting three and a half points, sure, I have to take it uh, on my chart. Pick them, or maybe you know, maybe Houston by one and a half, one. Uh, give me, give me the Denver Broncos to win the game outright, three and a half, sure. Uh, with it, they're just—they're healthy. They run the ball good. And that Vance Joseph has fixed that defense. They're, uh, they're not just a bunch of holes in the wall anymore. So anyway, take the Denver Broncos. Let's ride this train while it's going because at some point it's going to stop. But it's not going to be against Houston. All right. Here we go. Silver pick. I am taking, uh, I'm t- I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs at the Green Bay Packers. All right. It's six and a half points. I want this less than a touchdown. Here's the thing, too. Uh, because Kansas City play, they're a grass team in the Midwest used to cold weather so of all the teams that have to go into Lambeau Field and really feel that, that sort of uh, visitor vibe I think the Chiefs are more suited to play at Lambeau Field in November than anybody else not to mention, Packers aren't that good. You'll have some Chiefs fans there. I just feel like it's almost a neutral site game at this point with a bunch of Packers fans even just wanting to see Patrick Mahomes. They don't go to Lambeau that much. So I, I feel like you'll have a fired-up Chiefs team who, coming off that 14-point deficit they just had against the Raiders, I feel like they're get off to a hotter start. Whereas the Packers, you know, they kind of they are plugging and playing and got a little lucky in that game against the Lions. Some shit went their way. Defensive line played good, but now they're eating a little bit too much of their own soup. Can't see he's going to come in and smoke them. When they'll win by 10. Uh, give me the Chiefs, my six and a half. I just feel like this is the recess game. I got Jordan Love and a pretty good team against the Patrick Mahomes and a great team. Give me the touchdown. Sure. All right. Uh, my bronze pick. I am taking the Atlanta Falcons minus three against the New York Jets. Look, the Jets don't have a quarterback, all right? And the defense is starting to give up on them. The coach is pretty much given up on the season. Aaron Rodgers, there's absolutely no reason for you to come back six months early from an Achilles tear to just miss the playoffs by a couple games and make your draft order worse. Not to mention, every player and thing that you brought to the New York Jets sucks. So I don't think anyone even wants that dressing room right now. Alan Lazard, healthy scratch, apparently in the locker room, just being like, what are we doing here? Well, they're paying you $44 million, Alan. Maybe try a little harder. And I just feel like this is for his own vanity. I try to, like, get back this year just for nothing, just so people don't forget about him. Because that's what happens when you don't play professional football on television for over a year. And I think Aaron is be- scared of the... The dark, if you will. Uh, anyway, so there's the Falcons playing pretty darn good football. They've the Desmond Ritter, they got a good running game. Defense is playing okay. And they're just a better team than the New York Jets right now. If it's Tim at quarterback, sure. If it's Zach Wilson the quarterback, sure. Point is doesn't matter. Give me the Falcons by three. All right. My fourth pick. Again, I'm aligned. I'm taking the LA Rams, uh, minus four and a half versus the Cleveland Browns. Again, this is just the timing. Cleveland's just had their season end, and they didn't even get to go. They, you know, barely getting to go home after that Broncos game. They again, they're still in wild card contention, but they don't have a quarterback, and they're not actually going to like get anywhere. Whereas the LA Rams, they're healthy. If this game was in Cleveland, I wouldn't touch it, but it's in LA, and uh, the Rams are pretty good at home. And then, as uh, Weird Mike mentioned, they might actually have a home game here. Yeah. So uh, the Rams, when they're healthy, look. This was my one preseason. uh, season-long wins pick. The Rams to get more than seven wins. Because when Matt Stafford and this team's healthy, they are not a bad football team. They're not a great football team, but they can beat bad football teams at home when they're healthy. And as we saw against Arizona last week, they're, they're fucking healthy. And they look good. And Matt Stafford is the best quarterback in this division when he's healthy. And he is. And they got a running game. Everything you heard Mike say, I agree with. So it's a good spot for the Rams. Bad spot for the Browns. This team might just go out and party all weekend because they don't get to go out to L.A. that much, all right? Who the fuck cares if you're in Cleveland land? The highest paid guy in your team was taking money from your pockets, Cleveland Browns players, is somewhere getting 30 massages right now, all right? Somewhere like east of Houston. He doesn't care. He's filthy rich. It's a shitty time to be a Browns fan. Sorry, dog pound. All right, my fifth pick, I'm rolling with Weird Mike. I'm taking the Niners in the revenge game. Niners, healthy as fuck. Eagles, the passing game just hasn't looked good, all right? It didn't look good two weeks ago. Didn't look good last week. Jalen Hurts is a great football player. But at quarterback, he's just below great. Okay? He's throwing up these 50-50 balls that are working. All right? When you're going all in pre-flop on fucking Jack 10, sure. If it works, you look smart. If it doesn't work, you're going to wait for the next hand. When he's throwing up touchdowns that could have easily been interceptions a lot in the past four weeks, This most of the season, if they're working out for him. But they're like, even Peyton Manning said in the Manning cast, he's like, it was the third quarter on Monday Night Football and the Eagles had 80 yards passing. So it's it's a weird 10-1 team. When you're 10-1 and and you had to come from behind four games in a row at halftime, it's weird. So yeah, give me the Niners who just... I feel like if the Niners and Eagles played 10 times, the Niners are winning seven of these. I don't care where they are. Give me the Niners. Throw in the revenge game factor. Throw in. They want that five. Throw in everything. The Eagles don't need this game nearly as much as the Niners do. And the Eagles, figuring they could just beat them again in the playoffs, might even give this one to them. Because they just went toe-to-toe with the Bills for what seemed like six quarters. They're tired. Give me the Niners. All right, my last pick. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus five at home to the Carolina Panthers. We don't have a coach. We don't have a plan. We don't even want to play this game, okay? It'd be better for the Carolina Panthers to not play football the rest of the year and just have Bryce Young reach puberty in a full way. I think that'd be the best thing, all right? So the Panthers, this isn't going to be some rally around the Gipper game where they got some new coach they're rallying around. This isn't the Raiders. All right. This is a a this is a pirate ship that doesn't have a rudder, a captain, or a steering wheel, and they got holes in their sails. This could be the one beatdown of the year for the Bucks, and they're ready for it. All right. Bucks buy a shit ton. Five ain't enough. Look for this spread to go up. All right. The Bucks still have a real D and a real offense, but having some bad luck the past few weeks. And it's Baker. So sometimes he plays like a boti. I'll give you that. All right. Those are my six picks. Uh, giddy up, we are 37-33-2 for the season And nowhere to go but up
1: Giddy up It's interesting that you used a pirate ship analogy For the team playing at the pirate ship I knew you were going to say that and you're right yep. Hashtag wenches They're back And Baker Got a little scare there Just even one drive, he's got that Aaron Rodgers in him Yo, He can't even go one drive with letting somebody else do anything <laughs> Forget-me-not is, is, is actually a sickness, truth be told. Um, I, I don't even know who they're putting in. I don't love the five. I think for whatever reason, Tampa finds a way to win that game because they have to and keep pace, and Atlanta just sort of brought the division back to, you know, within reach with that I, I, Saints win.
0: When I see a five, it, it feels to me, it feels like Vegas doesn't know what to do with the spread. Sure. You know? So here, here's five. We didn't want to do a touchdown. We didn't want to do
1: a field goal. Here's five. You decide. I don't not like it. I, I definitely think Tampa is going to win the game. I think there is a new coach boost. Not so much about the coach, but everybody's got demons with the, you know, more people dislike them than like them. If he's out. Type of well, thing. I just.
0: I I just think the whole like, oh, my God, we have the number one overall pick again, and we don't have it because we got this kid who's like may or may not be okay. Like the whole the whole franchise right now, if you if they're looking through the tunnel, there's no light there. You know, whereas with the Raiders, anything but Josh was light and they got the talent. They still got their draft picks. There's not some big elephant in the room or small elephant in Bryce's
1: in Bryce's uh, reality. So that's it. I only like um, one of your three picks. Do you want to guess which one of the three, the gold, silver, bronze that I I like? Uh, It's not the Chiefs. I think think you like the Broncos. I think (laughs) the Atlanta Falcons are going to steamroll the Jets. Yes. And further to all of this, Atlanta Falcons owner, Arthur Blank, a.k.a. Mr. Peanut, Monopoly Man, needs to hire the services of Ludacris to be the official mascot halftime every week. Every week, Ludacris is doing halftime. That's it. Eight home games. He's doing one. One he's going to be old school. One is going to come from the roof. One is going to do from the lounge. One is going to do from the sidelines. He's going to do anything but Jack Harlow, because that was the worst halftime show ever. And I was, oh, hyping it was. It. I was hyping it in the group chat. It was awful. USA Turkey Day. I was hyping the Harlow. It was awful. He came out looking like a Woodbine Town Center Santa Claus display. That was the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Did you see the thing on Instagram that lined up? Like, here's what Dallas has done for Dolly yes. Parton. It looks like WrestleMania. And then here is uh, what looks like an igloo you could buy at Walmart that we got Jack Harlow walking out to in Detroit alone. He shrunk. This This, this halftime years. cost us
1: $59. <laughs> They um, well, he just cost himself any shot at halftime. I'll tell you that right now. That was bad. But uh, Atlanta rolls like anyway. But and um, you know, it's 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 a really good move by the coaching staff to threaten to take the franchise away from the kid. Not just for one game. They started Heineke for two games. Yeah, like go sit in the fucking corner, Desmond. Put your dunce cap on and come back third period ready to go. Okay. Can you do that? I can Desmond. do
0: that. I, I do love it. when you call him by his full name from now on, we're only calling him Desmond, not Ritter, you know, not the Atlanta quarterback
1: Desmond. So, so I think that's a real thing. And he for sure, damn well better believe he's better than Tim Boyle running the Falcons. That, uh, very lucrative franchise fans all over the world, including our beloved Maybach. Um, Absolutely, the AFC, AFC
0: South's wide open too, man. Saints keep losing, Bucks keep yeah, losing. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's all there, it's all there. Um, and they just beat their rival. It's it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's all it's, all, it's all it's moving. It's it's all good. Uh, you got a home time prime time dog at night. That's a Sunday night football game, Jeff. Are you aware? Yeah, I'm very aware. i uh, Mahomes. Are you aware wins. that the Lambeau fan base has like rules against selling? Supposedly, like can only do it X amount. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. not a total democracy. I understand. I understand. Lambo ticket prices or uh, availability. What I'm saying yeah. is, pa- Packers fans
0: wearing green will be wanting to go to this game. Not necessarily be like, let's cheer on our Packers and beat the Chiefs. But, but they're they're just such hardcore football fans. Maybe here's a great chance to see one of the best quarterbacks of all time live. And we're maybe not the same ever. conference. We don't get to do this a lot. It's every it's eight a, years,
1: right? It's his first one, maybe his last one. It's yeah. Kind of cycled out like that. So, um, I think that kind of makes it more significant and sentimental to Mahomes, and throw in the fact that for the first time in his career, Jordan love has an ounce of momentum, yep. an ounce of belief. He did it on national TV and here he is again on yep. national TV and you're right, they probably squeak out a win, but I fucking hate seven point
0: six and a half road
1: six and, six a, half and a, half a half road. Hey, let me add the half point for the emphasis here, okay? Okay. <laughs> Touchdown <laughs> home dog at night. Yeah. It's like the, it's like Will Smith always says celebrities' houses at night. It's different, bro. I hear it's I hear different.
0: Jordan Love, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Steve Spagnolo and Mr. Chris Jones. All right. It's gonna be gonna be a night for you.
1: I like um I don't know what to think of that Houston game. Uh I don't dislike the pick. I think Houston was humbled. I think you were you were tiptoeing around that word and I sort of put a hashtag beside it. That is the word. That is the word, yeah. And Denver. Um I think they found tough, their identity. It's a tough way to sustain wins the way they're winning. Like yeah, that, that score line was very deceiving against Cleveland. Like Cleveland had the ball about to take the lead. They were down five. I know. In the fourth, like as much as I was all over the Broncos, and the fact remains is that they win every week close. And it feels like Houston's been trading close wins and losses each week. So I'm really surprised that they're given the point five. That's what I mean. I that's a, would, it's a beautiful hook. I would just lay that at three the whole week and just let the people do whatever with it. Yeah, like how, so how much that's I'm money- surprised it's the gold. That's why I'm surprised it's the gold. Yeah. I feel like taking away the honors. Like I went out ahead and poked a five wood, just two ten down the fairway, keeping me like in good position for the hole. And you were like, "Fuck it, I gotta, hit, I gotta hit a driver and get way ahead of this guy." I didn't, ad- I didn't
0: state. adjust my numbers. Like no? as in, okay, as okay. in both of like, the like. That's Niners like. and Rams were not on the podium, but they were in the picks.
1: Um, I think that Desmond Ritter take might be one of my best takes ever, actually. We're only calling him Desmond from now on. <laughs> so that's um, your six. So if if the Rams and the Niners hit, we'll, we'll officially be like through the roof streaking as a show here, yeah? Yes. And uh, it will be very good for everybody. Yeah, real money, real laughs, real time. That's what Look Who's Talking gives you folks, okay? We had a podcast before 98% of the people in your lives How to podcast, okay? Just remember that, everybody, because the whole podcast shine is, you know, ain't what she used to be. So we OG, and it's really paying off now. Real talk and real fired up. Uh,
0: Remember to follow at Hughes talking. We're gonna give away some uh, same game parlays, and we're gonna start a props ladder that's gonna lead right into Christmas and try to get five k for everybody for Christmas. Uh, ending the week before and we're going to do it weird Mike style the one he wants one prop per game not a same game parlay just one prop per game over the next three weeks how many so follow, rungs on the ladder follow the ladder there, to get to 5k there should be 10 rungs yeah like um it. and I mean this is my first time doing this I'm going to count every prime and, time game and Christmas I'm going to right now, we'll, we'll be we'll do, we'll do every prime time and then we'll do one prop for the Sunday afternoon um, and rather than like trying to squeeze one at four o'clock, it'll just be one on Sunday afternoon. Throw in the Thursday games. Uh, we should be good to go for the week before Christmas by December 17th or whatever. Okay. For our team LTD, look who's talking pick six. Holy shit, man. We got some amazing handicappers listening to our show. Again, we are proud to have you as look who's talkers. All right. Number one with four, 48 and 24 uh, is Buffalo Mark. He apparently lives out in Vancouver. Uh, my buddy Hiller messaged me saying that they're boys. Second place is my boy Brian Hiller at 46 and 26. Holy shit. Uh, number three, we got Andrew Bedford, Bedsy, 46 and 26. We got the big dog. You heard him on the, ep- on the episode three up ep- two episodes ago. Winner of $150,000 U.S. at Circa Sports. Maybach at 45 and 27. We got Bluezy 27, 44 and 28. We got Weird Mike is Weird. 44 and 28. I might have confused Bluesy 27 and Buffalo. Who, World, uh, who, but
1: I'm not who, sure. Who is that? Weird Mike is weird. Isn't that you? No. Oh, I always thought that was you. What's the matter with you? I guess not.
0: That's like, uh, uh, I, don't Jane, I don't know who it is. That's it like, Weird Jane, Mike is weird.
1: Jane from accounting. <laughs> <laughs> Still the best fantasy name out there.
0: Uh then we got McGarry 16, 43 and 29. We got Dan Burnell. We got Joe, Me- sorry, Dan Burnell, 43 and 29. Joe Meaford, 42 and 30. Hernsey, 41 and 31. Dewey, 41 and 31. And those that's the top 10. Um, shout out, Alex Harris, Derbs, Bray. We got Huck Media, 39 and 32, just outside the top 10. Uh, anyway, great picking, everybody. And they are battling for over $1,000 of prizing. From Team LTD, go to Team LTD, LTD shop.com for some sweet gear, sweet events, and just lifestyle shit. It's awesome.
1: I never enter the Look Who's Talking concert contests in fear of winning and claiming these wonderful prizes, right? It's like the <laughs> OLG, right? You, you got to slap the hand when you try and play the ticket. Uh, for the longest time, I thought you were
0: weird. Mike is weird. I'm like, oh, what a great season he's
1: whoever, having on these picks. Whoever that is, show your face. <laughs> you, I want to see you. You better be at my fucking turkey party next year. I'll tell you that right now.
0: If you are weird, Mike is weird. Please DM me. I won't even tell Mike who you are. but I would just like to know. And this will be a fun little thing that we have. A holiday mystery. Uh, A couple things here. Uh, We're starting up Hughes Holiday Helpers again. Trying to raise money. Yeah. uh, For the local Christmas charity in Toronto. They help uh, underprivileged families get a Christmas tree, a Christmas meal, and some Christmas presents. So we'll be starting that up. I'll post the link. Uh, this week, and we've raised over a thousand dollars the past two seasons. So let's just keep her going. See if we can raise even more. Basically, if you win, uh, especially if you win on on some of our picks, let's not be greedy winning sports gambling does not have to be a selfish endeavor. Let's give back this year. Also, December is usually my best month. Uh, so follow along and giddy up. We'll have some fun. Also shout out to the Canadian concussion center at, uh, Toronto Western hospital. We've, we were shouting them out all last year. We just want to raise awareness. Get your head checked. All right. Uh, concussions are a major problem, especially for some of us action sports people. And uh, catch this stuff early, okay? Shout out Ryan Elder. and fr- We're friends of the Elder family and everyone who supports Look Who's Talking, the Canadian Concussion Center. Look it up. Check it out. Support it. Um, yeah. And remember, shout out our friends. Bet openly. 1% juice. Peer-to-peer wagering. Still the best place, best odds. And now they have props. So check it out. We'll be loading up some more money on our bet Openly account. All right, Huck, Daddy, how you doing, buddy? Everything good?
1: Things are good, bud. Titans won.
0: Titans won? They The Titans win. And the other they got team, a had a winnable other team game. And a winnable game. Other team fired the coach. Fourth and
1: sixth. They run a screen. Dave Tepper's like, I'm fucking over this. This bullshit. <laughs> Nobody took the Titans this week. Eh? What's up with them? Where are they at? They're at home to the Colts. Home dog, tasty, beatable, winnable.
0: That's the game they win. They win those division games. I almost took them.
1: But Colts, yeah, everybody, uh, everybody stroking that guardy, you know what I mean, a little too much. By the way, if this is what I didn't write about the Rams, if Deshaun Watson was on Cleveland and starting, motherfucker would be in Koreatown <laughs> with the best rub and tugs on the planet. Okay, fuck Soy Cowboy in Thailand. Fuck Rupi Alley in Mumbai. Fuck Sherborne Street, if you really want to get down to it. Koreatown, LA, hashtag Nuru. We're talking all the way with it, folks. For
0: any of you London folks out there, we're talking London, Ontario. Shout out Blue Lagoon, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you can't shout out a specific spot.
0: I, I just did. It's right next to the Burger King. All right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's more about the 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 region, you know the, what? The food called.
0: court, if you will, of dirty massages. <laughs> 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 Nothing beats China, guys. It's not even close. Oh
1: my God, it, you're right. They, oh, they literally, literally
0: have yeah. they have the, you can get hand jobs right next to the A and W. All right. I
1: can't believe I forgot about China. Apologies to the RT and aficionados. Whoa! I need China. All right, we're talking. We're, we're
0: deep diving into some handshot places right now. Time. I think we can wrap the episode up. Remember to follow at Hughes Talking uh, on Instagram and TikTok. Follow Weird Mike on Instagram at Weird Mic Huck Daddy for any and all media needs at Huck Media, and please send us in your DMs. Send us in your picks. Shout out to uh, my boy Brian Hiller and a couple of the other Look Who's Talkers uh, who sh- sending in these wicked same game parlays. Very pumped for you guys. I'm a little snake-bitten right now, missing this shit by two yards. Fuck you, Michael Gallup. Fuck you, Dak Prescott.
1: Uh, all right, anything uh, Anything else? Weird Mike? No, thank you as always. Keep the, keep the mojo rolling. No champagne spreads here. Head down, new lens. It'll wear off soon, but right now it's there. So jump on board and stay tuned for Insta for some baby cat and win and pick combos. God bless y'all. Giddy up. Uh, I forgot to say my over/under thing, but I don't want
0: to get into it. So follow me at Hughes Talking. I'll be giving away a solid over/under. I'm four and zero on those this year. I don't like over/unders, so when I play them, I'm usually pretty confident. Giddy up! Anything for shut the hook up.
1: Go Titans! Go Titans!
0: Giddy up! See you later. Baby, I believe that you're feeling fire, Shaking my life on the in your eyes